Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the one and only Next Level Show. How's everyone doing today? You know, I think technically there is another Next Level Show. There isn't. There's uh, the Next Level Podcast. There's uh, the Next Level, I don't know what, like something else with another name. That's okay. why when me and Gabe were researching the names, uh, we were like like going through the podcast thing and seeing what would pop up. Uh, because we were debating this at the beginning, like even la- labeling it Next Level Anything. And surprisingly enough, people have actually used the abbreviation of the NXTLVL before. Then the other people have the full thing spelled out, but I just looking at it, it doesn't look good. For some reason, there's something aesthetically pleasing about the abbreviation. The only issue though, I feel like we've been having is someone says, is it NXTLVL? Like it's, it's not as straightforward for some people next level, which we know it is, you know, we know it's not just saying the letters, but what you know, what can you Well, do? you know what they say? There's what? two types of people in the world. One that can infer information from incomplete information. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> and those who can't. Yes. And there's those that simply can't. That yeah. very well, very politically well put, Mike. Yes. Um, so many things to talk about today. Oh, tons of stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start because we have a baby on the way, and I feel that takes precedence. But we just had another um, appointment yesterday. I have another pet peeve to add to the list. Why the fuck do we set up an appointment if the fucking doctor is going to be late? Why? Why do we do this? Why do you say we will be here at this time? You will be here at this time. Everybody's going to be here at this time, and then you're fucking late. But if I were 45 minutes late, God forbid the fucking SWAT team would have came to my house and murdered me. I was I was so frustrated, dude. That lady better have been delivering a baby. She was 45 minutes late. I was not happy. So there's wow. another pet peeve for the 40, list. 45 minutes late. Like even if you're like five or 10 or anything, anything past yeah. whatever time that you're allegedly supposed to go to, and they're like, oh, I don't know. We'll put you on the wait list now or, or, or whatever. Yeah. But it may, you know what's the worst though? When you have the first appointment, eight o'clock, 8.30, nine o'clock, whatever. Yeah. You're there beforehand. That time comes, the clock ticks, and then you're there just like, excuse me. Yep. Why why am I here? Like why am I still why am I in the waiting room? And and then they stroll through the door holding a No, not even cup of Dunkin' Donuts. They're back there. (laughs) Makes no sense. I guess that's what happens when you reach doctor status. Yeah. You can get away with shit like this. Well, either way. Uh, pet peeve aside, the baby is doing well, heartbeat strong. Um, nice. They're doing another ultrasound um, the end of December because he may be a big baby and they want to remeasure. So we're going to go and take a look. We may have a top percentile sized child. So you're going to um, have an athlete that's going to make you that's what make I your family very proud. That's Possibly 6'5", 250 you know, mass monster four second 40, who knows? But yeah. Um, so that was, that was exciting, but also like not 600 pounds, like six, 700 pound deadlift. Yeah. Yeah. On his off day. <laughs> um, what else? Well, let's see. Gabe, what about those, those movies? Cause I saw some of oh, them my goodness. that you Dude, mentioned tons, tons. So I guess it was like a big update, like a, like an, uh, I, I think it was like an investor, a Disney investor, like update or call or whatever presentation. I don't know. All I know is that a bunch of stuff came out in regards to, well, all, so let me, let me break it down. So there's 15. So coming in the next few years. So keep that in mind, few years, there are some without uh, dates. There's going to be 15 live action animated features, 15 live action or animated series, 10 Marvel series, and 10 Star Wars series. So this is just pretty crazy. Oh, and one of the ones for, I don't know if it's the live action or animated series or whatever, but there's going to be one on on, uh, Buzz Lightyear. 
and you know there was an actual well he's based on an actual person is what the movie's going to be about and who's going to play buzz lightyear america's Uh, ass exactly captain america chris evans himself so that's pretty awesome really but um did you see all the star wars stuff uh mike there's gonna be one on obi-wan kenobi that supposedly has to take it's with uh, um anakin and him after the fight Oh, really? Or something? Yeah, it's something to that. I didn't know that. I know that they have um, Ewan McGregor doing it, which just gets me tingly in all the right places. But I didn't know that they were going to have uh, Anakin involved, too. That's yeah. really cool. Well, what's his face? The, the guy from um, the prequels. What's his name? Uh, Hayden Christensen. Yes, Hayden, Hayden Christensen. So he'll, he'll, reprise, he'll, he'll reprise his role as uh, Anakin Vader or his ascension to him or, or something. Did you so uh, I, go ahead. Quick tangent, did you know that Hayden Christensen, after finishing Star Wars, starred in a movie called The High Ground? Because he had it? That's actually true. You can look that up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's funny. Jonathan um, doesn't give a shit. He's like, I don't care. No. He's yeah. like, what? What do you mean? I don't <laughs> not, that I, not that I don't care. I'm just not very informed. Yeah. Well, there's tons. And then, you know, what was what was crazy to me, uh, like, you know, people – again this goes to show that people will comment and bitch about anything they're saying like you know with the star wars and the marvel stuff it was like oh this is too much this is quality over quantity and i'm like bro we just had a full year with nothing out yeah you think that you think these were just kind of like out of nowhere these were in the works from before and then they're just kind of like bring them out now uh-huh. and there's one in particular so for marvel there's there's going to be a fantastic four movie by marvel which is mm-hmm. just amazing but there's yeah, no like because there's the no other ones on were like mediocre. Oh no 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 no! Don't be nice. They were shit. The first one wasn't no. horrible. It, 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 the first one was the best out of all of them. Okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch but that. That's, I... that's saying that that that's saying something. Okay, so they were all shit, uh, especially <laughs> the last one. I stopped watching it. Anywho, so there's no there's not even a, like a date as to when that's going to come out. All it has is just a, a director attached to it. Uh, John Watts, I want to say. I don't know what he, what else he's done off the top of my head, but you know why are people complaining? Like this, like the, it, it's going to be good stuff. Uh, the, if there's people with keyboards, they're they're always going to complain. There's um, no getting around it. Hey, and, and one in particular for the Thor: Love and Thunder is going to be um, oh my goodness, brain fart. Natalie Portman. Uh, yes, she will be there, and she will wield uh, Mjolnir or something of that sort. But um, Batman from the Nolan, what's his name? Christian Bale. Christian Bale. He will play the the villain. Yes, I saw that. Or the God Butcher. Yeah. So that's going to be. Do you know who that? he's going to be? Uh, Gore, the God Butcher. Oh. Uh, so okay. he's so he is an early like what they I want to say about a couple of years ago they did a comic series of Thor, but in his early years before he became worthy before he came uh, he he uh, wielded the, the hammer. And this was basically the main villain throughout the entire series. He just goes out and he just essentially, as his name implies, butchers gods. And it took, it took actually three Thors from three different timelines in order to defeat him. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. And so, in this one, all we need is Natalie Portman. And just a Harvard education and, and Mjolnir. And, and Thor. And okay, yeah, Thor too. I guess he can come. Yes. So a lot of good stuff. A lot of uh, excited for all those kind of things. And yeah. That's really, really cool. I cannot wait for that one. Yeah. But something that we've been waiting for for a long time that you, I would like you to fill us in, Mike. Cyberpunk. Um, yes. Cyberpunk. So anybody that is not aware, Cyberpunk is a video game. It was teased about seven years ago for the first time. And then they've been seven? working on it. Ever since, yeah, 2013 was when they put out that little teaser trailer. Um, I didn't really start getting super hyped about it until recently, um, as in like two or three years ago. But um, it's a futuristic RPG with action and uh, very heavy on the role-playing, decision-making side of things. Um, It's first-person perspective and... Which, it's, hold on, is it weird that it's first person, but yet when you're driving, it's not? It's third person? You can toggle that, and I tried doing first person driving, and there's zero visibility. Oh, um, really? You can't tell where your car is. You can't tell 
really what's going on around you at all. Um, mm. I don't, I, I tried it. Um, I did find a motorcycle, which was very fun until I died. Um, yeah, the third person driving is kind of needed in order for it to apply. Honestly, I haven't really been driving too much. The city is so beautifully done that I like walking around. Um, yeah, so, so that's you the only- So you even take walks in games? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I'm getting my steps in, but it's um, it's definitely an amazing game. It's surpassed my expectations. Um, the writing is really good. The story so far is really good. I only have a couple hours in because I've got a life and I can't just sit there and play anymore. But how how long did you sit down with the to customize your character? Honestly, I kind of went through that a little quick because I wanted to start playing. Um, anytime I play a game like this, I always just play as myself the first time through make whatever decisions I would reasonably make if I were put into that position. Um, yeah. So my guy is bald with a beard and very minimal, um, you know, like changes really. I didn't like model him off of me or spend too much time with that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so it's, um, but yeah, it's, it's fucking amazing. It's surpassed my, my expectations, which were pretty high. Did you pick Nomad? Uh, no, I went with street kid. So, okay. From what I can tell, it doesn't really affect too much. It's just it's just um, how you get to this certain part of the story. Like all three paths diverge on this one mission. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's just the same game and you get different dialogue options and maybe there's yeah. some extra stuff that comes along later. But um, I haven't seen too much of an effect from it. But um, yeah, it's really, really interesting because it's, you know, I... Just the options given to you are absolutely crazy. For example, I was told to go kill a guy. He's at the top of this building. I went in guns blazing with my samurai sword and my my pistol. Killed everybody on the way up. I got the guy. I had to get out. His homeboys started coming in the building, and then they wound up killing me with a grenade. So I started back over. I'm like, well, let's see how else I can do this. So I like was looking around, and I found a part where there's like a like a rafter going from one building to the next. And I was like, how can I get up there? So then I went around and I found a fire escape. I climbed that. I made my way to the top of the building. And then I was able to snipe him through the window. Nice. Um, And then of course I just went from the top down of that building and got all my loot because why the fuck wouldn't I? Um, You know what I think is what I like. The thing is cool in regards to like the detail that they put on this, you can, you can toggle off any kind of, um, uh, copyrighted music so that yep. way for those people that are streaming those people that are you know just you know yep. just just recording themselves they were able to do so without any kind of you know having to mute it or what did, in the past did you have to do anything like that or have to get creative when you used to stream um no i mean was I, that not really a deal that wasn't a big deal for me a nobody watched my stream so nobody <laughs> would have reported it but also i played PUBG, so yeah there yeah. wasn't anything copyrighted to to go around um yeah so it's yeah, more like so games that, like Grand Theft Auto and stuff. Yeah, and even then, it's like I don't, I don't, I don't understand why that works because it's part of the game, so it's licensed through the game. You're you're watching somebody play that game. Yeah, so I don't get how that works, but yeah, and you can also turn off nudity. Um, because there's because there oh there's everything there's penis there's vagina there's boobs. Um, straight off the rip too. So um, when you're customizing your guy, you can customize your deal. Yeah. You have a big penis, a small penis. Um, you can have a penis with boobs. You can have a vagina with no boobs. You can have no nipples. Um, you can pick your pubic hair design, the color it's, it's next level. So you're saying that, uh, the future is now is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Damn, that looks that sounds sick as hell. Like, I mean, I was thinking of getting the game for my console, but I'm debating if I'm going to upgrade console probably beginning of next year or just buy it with mine and just play it. You know, allegedly there have been some pat some some issues and glitches with. I want to say the PS5. I want to say I thought it was the four that it was the issues with that with that console in regards to like uh, just frame rates and just Mm. things just not looking all that great. So that's the case. Yes. Alleged. Uh, this is all alleged. Yeah, this is an extremely difficult game to play uh, from a like a computing standpoint. Actually, 
I didn't start playing until like 9 p.m. on Thursday, no, Wednesday. I had a 5.30, so I made a tough choice and played. Um, they defaulted me to 4K resolution ultra settings with RTX on, which is basically just my computer would have had to have been brand spanking new top of the line to be able to run that. I was getting four frames per second like that. And it was literally just moving pictures. It, there was so no transition. Is what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so the best I could do was put it on low and that gave me 15 frames per second. The next morning I was dead tired while I was doing this. The next morning I realized I forgot to take it off 4k. So that fixed it. Now I can get like between 40 and 60 frames, but for a console, a PlayStation four and Xbox one, I can imagine it being extremely difficult to run because dude, there are, there's buildings everywhere. There's people everywhere. There's not, it's not like, Oh, like a couple people on the corner, a couple people across the street. Like it's a lot fucking everywhere. Hundreds of people. Well, and, um, and the issues that I was saying is alleged and it's something that I read. I don't know if it's rampant with everyone and in, in every single console, but just something to look at. Yeah, no, I was debating. I'm just waiting. And also the PS5 has been having a lot of issues as a console. So I was considering going to, X to Xbox, but I don't, does Xbox have it? Yeah. Say so it's available for Xbox too? Uh, I thought it was a PlayStation. It's a PlayStation yeah. as well. It's uh, PC, really? PlayStation, Xbox, mm. Stadia. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I don't, yeah, yeah. yes, you're right, you're right. You're right everything right. but Switch. All right. So nah. I might consider waiting. So I don't know. Uh, I really want to play it, but I'm, we'll see. PS5 for what it's, go. For what it's worth, I'm pretty sure um, once they do port it I want to keep the tradition for PlayStation. You should. Yeah. Once once they do port it over for PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox series, because it's not out for those, I don't think. Mm. Um, so you'll get a issues. you'll get like grandfathered in. Um oh, so cool. you don't have to buy two copies. That's I could see oh. C D Project Red doing that. And there's a lot of I want to say there's a lot of companies that do that, right? That if you have mm -hmm. the PS4 version of it, you can download the ps5 version for free yeah well i mean they they have to at this time where there's new consoles coming out if they didn't then people wouldn't buy it until they got their new console so yeah. if they want their bottom line to keep going up they have to do something like that mm -hmm. makes sense in other words we have some fitness stuff for their listeners today <laughs> great transition <laughs> i know some of our listeners actually genuinely enjoy our or stuff on the pop culture, video games, tech, stuff like that. So that's that section of the episode we always love to do. It's fun for us because it keeps things kind of interesting. And I hope you guys are enjoying it as well. But I know that some of you guys are tuning in strictly for the fitness stuff. So we are coming with it hot, debunking some myths for you today that maybe you still believe. And today we're going to mainly talk about carbs and sugar misconceptions because even though we're, we're kind of used to it, we deal with it on a day-to-day -day basis, a lot of this information seems kind of redundant, but I'm always blown away with even just conversations I have with everyday people that are not my clients on stuff that they still think, stuff that they ask. And you're thinking, well, it's been so long that it's been going around. Wouldn't this be debunked already? Or wouldn't this be like common knowledge? But yeah. lo and behold, it's still out there and we're here to just kind of retouch up on it. We haven't done an episode strictly on carbs and sugar. We've done an episode all on carbohydrates on what it is from a scientific standpoint. Uh, but today is just making sure that you are aware that you don't have to fear necessarily carb and the sugar itself. Obviously, yep. there's context to this, which we're gonna we're gonna bring to the table so you guys have some good takeaways. And the first things first, Mike, what's that thing that kind of triggered this, um, this, this, even this topic? Triggered is the right word. I was in the gym training one of my clients and um, one of the old timers in there was uh, talking to one of the other old timers in there. And he was saying that he's going to stop eating apples because of the sugar, because the sugar is bad for him. Um, and I, I wanted to throw a 10 pound plate across the gym at him because that's the most asinine thing I've ever heard. Um, the sugar in an apple is the least of your concerns if you're eating the apple whole. Um, now, context matters. Yes. Are you eating one apple or are you eating 12? If you're eating 12 apples, maybe there's something that we can do about that. But even then, I would think that 
even 12 whole apples with the fiber in it and just the, all the chewing that you'd have to do to break it down, digest it, all that. Now, if you're slamming gallons of orange juice, I mean, apple juice, sorry. That's yeah. It's um, totally that's different. when things get a little bit different. That's it's and also, different. and also just be, just ask yourself this. Have you ever met someone that is obese and severely or just overweight? And it's because that they ate too many apples, they ate too many oranges, they ate too many mangoes, they ate too many blueberries, strawberries, whatever fruit you want to put into the, you know, insert there. Have you ever met someone that their problem is because fuck, it's the fucking fruit. Like I just ate, I eat (laughs) way too much fruit for my own good. Now I'm overweight. I'll wait. Okay, wait's over. I'm pretty sure you don't know anybody. So, and if you're no. someone that's maybe battling with, you know, uh, being overweight or you're battling with this and trying to lose some fat, I'm pretty sure that this is not this is not what got you there. So, yeah, that's 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 that in a nutshell. Yeah, there's other places to look. There's other sources of sugar to blame before you start blaming the fruit that you're eating. Um, soda, even you know, candy, there's a million other things. And there's a bunch of stuff with sugar that you'd be surprised there's sugar in it. Like bread mm-hmm. comes to mind. There's a lot of sugar in some kinds of bread for yeah. no fucking reason at all. But fruit is not the the problem here. Um, not even close. If anything, that's probably what's keeping you going because of all the vitamins and minerals in there, plus the fiber. And, um, and, and these kind of, and do you, do you think like the people who say this, they'll eliminate the apple or whatever fruit, but yet they still keep other things into their nutrition, such as like the cereals or breads or, you know, candies or just other things that have way more sugar content and that are more detrimental to their health, but they'll keep it. Why? I, I do not know why. Which is always interesting to me because, you know, if you're really stressing about fruit here, you know, being, you know, what's you think which i haven't heard i've the the fruit's been brought up to me but it hasn't been like the thing that stuck out the most where sugar in in a nutshell you know obviously in this context fruit is not the issue what you do want to kind of be aware of if you're consuming a lot of is refined sugar that's from ultra processed foods foods that come in boxes uh, foods that or or just liquid form if you're drinking your calories and in, in say soda or just sh- sugary drinks juices etc that contain primarily sugar you know that's when you want to start becoming aware of because a can of soda I think what is like 40 or 50 grams of sugar a, a classic can of coke something around there yeah sometimes even um, more so which if you think about it you would have to eat so much of a particular fruit you know, just to get that much sugar slammed into you, you know, and you'd probably be full by then, like of just how overly stuffed you are of just eating that much fruit and just, just to get that much sugar in. Yeah. Right there. 39 grams. 39 yeah. grams. Well, in a 12 close. ounce can of soda. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Just round um, it up. So it's people like look at that and you know, that's more sugar than most people should be consuming in their total day. Now, obviously when it comes from a weight loss perspective, calories matter at the end of the day but i'm pretty sure if you're just having the grand majority of your day is purely sugar you're probably not feeling the best you're probably also running the risk of other health issues so yes sugar should be monitored and watched but if you're not eating ultra primarily ultra processed foods and the main sugar you're getting from is just from you know your fruit and stuff you are more than usually okay. There's really no risk unless you're someone that's ultra sensitive and maybe has some underlying health issues that should be you know, talked about with your doctor. The average person is more than enough okay if they're just having fruit in their diet and they are eating mainly whole foods, which is always the best option, especially if you're someone that's really adamant about not tracking your calories. You want to monitor and control your satiation with food, you know, taking the foods out that have come in wrappers or boxes typically are your best bet. Yeah. And that, and, and to someone that is highly sensitive to sugar, I would imagine that this is not something that's a staple in your diet anyway, and you would have already taken it out, um, in your, you know, in in your, in your process. Uh, you know, what jumps into mind, something like that isn't, what about that conversation that you guys had with, um, Alessia? Mm-hmm. And, and she said that she was eating mainly like what fruit and nuts 
mm-hmm. for a while. So fruitarian. Yeah, fruitarian. That's that 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 was something special when I heard that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so people think like you know, just taking this one thing out is going to be fine. I think I had the conversation with um, uh, with Jennifer. They, they were saying that someone says to her, "Oh no, you just um." Just, just don't have. What the hell was it? Just something nonsensical like that. Like, uh, don't, don't drink milk or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, no. Like, if milk I mean, was the only thing in the pro, exactly. the, the issue that was causing thirty, but it wasn't forty that. pounds of or, weight gain. Exactly. Or no, no. Actually, I don't know if it was milk or it was creamer. I think it was cream. One of the two, milk or creamer. Anyways, the point is, yes, for creamer, you should be careful as to what because it's so easy to put in a hell of a lot more, right? Because the 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 numbers uh, on on the back it tells you based on teaspoons, right? And how do you, who measures that? Nobody measures, oh, let me put in one teaspoon, you know, get out of uh, the measuring spoon for that. No, you just kind of like pour it in there. But that's something that's very easy that you can kind of over consume mm-hmm. in regards to the recommended, quote unquote, recommended uh, amount that you should have in your cup of coffee. Yeah, I know that my sugar consumption overall from certain things is not on the lower end. It's actually on like the mid to higher end. Um, that's because I have a, a vanilla Greek yogurt. I just like it better than the bitterness of the Greek yogurt. Um, I, the way I make it is kind of like a dessert. I put blueberries, granola, and then I have the, so it's like, it's literally like a dessert. It's like a treat. And um, I do have coffee creamer. So those are my main things where I'm getting sugar from on my diet, unless I'm eating cookies, of course. But um, overall, I monitor, I obviously I'm training consistently so my training you know is super important I, I make sure i train heavy i'm active i'm on my feet um and i also i measure my coffee creamer in the mornings because i know that you can sneak in a decent amount of calories Easy. if i have an idea of i have about an ounce so it's like a like literally a splash and i dieted with coffee creamer when i was getting ready for a show i didn't get rid of the coffee creamer until way later um deeper into the cut so i was having coffee creamer which you know you're getting the little bit of extra carbs and sugar but i was monitoring and just put like even at that point half a half an ounce just literally just a little bit just to give the coffee a little bit more substance make it more enjoyable because i like bitter coffee but depends on the coffee so overall i like to make it enjoyable for myself and um you're not going to get fat from like a teaspoon of uh, not uh just an ounce of coffee creamer and if the rest of your day is good it's if you're fucking splash you're like you're drowning a, a tsunami's worth war of coffee creamer into your cup creamer and, with a splash of coffee yeah and then you know what then you may be overdoing it or you're going to get an ice cream at starbucks with some coffee in it then that's different but if you're having a normal cup of coffee at home a little splash of creamer you're probably okay if everything else is everything else is in check you meant yep. the frappuccino yeah, yeah, those, those things are, yeah those things are like a sugar bomb yeah uh yeah and, and then the reason why you were fine with probably like the half an ounce when you're competing is because of how much you were restricting and you're you with your nutrition as a whole exactly so so essentially just that half an ounce was enough to for you to to, to notice a difference to taste it right because as opposed to like maybe like now Right. If you were to take that those two measurements, you would probably taste the difference and like the half an ounce might not be enough for you right now. Right. Mm-hmm. So again, ounce. yeah, exactly. You, you know what I mean? Um, so like, like you said, that's kind of like why you were able to still uh, maintain that within your uh, within your nutrition when you were competing. So it's just um, and, and this is kind of like why we advocate for, you know, uh, one trying to have as much uh, bump up your calories as, as much as you can right uh, with what you can manage and resistance training because it kind of gives you that that budget it kind of opens it up a little bit more where you can include this if you like if you'd like to have creamer if you don't want to eliminate that then fine don't but i'm just saying these are that's why we kind of say do some resistance training be active get your steps in that way you can have this and it's not so you know a, a big as big as an impact as if like let's just say you're having you know 500 calories a day or a thousand calories a day and this will be a, a good amount of that. I agree. Um, I think that I think that the other thing before I uh, Mike just before I lose this chain of thought is that the main thing to watch out when the reason why we're advocating for sugar is more so the fact that sugar is that type of food or you know type of carbohydrate that comes in the form of a carb. 
that is not satiating usually. It, it, it usually leads to you wanting to overeat because you never feel fully satisfied. You, you can have 40 grams basically of carbohydrates from, and 40 grams of sugar from a Coke can. And if you were to eat 40 grams worth of carbs in potatoes, you'd be very satisfied versus you can just down a, a Coke in a matter of seconds and get all those calories in and still feel pretty unsatiated. So those are things that I always like to point out to clients. And that's the reason why we say to watch that so you can control those signals of, of, of hunger and satiation. Yeah. And in, the, in that context, that would be what's referred to as empty calories because it's not serving a purpose for anything other than basically just being stored for later. But uh, this has nothing to do with the topic, but Jonathan, that's exactly what I have for breakfast. The yogurt, the blueberries, the granola, throw some pumpkin seeds in there, my guy. Mm. I'm telling you, bro, you need to eliminate that fruit from your, from your breakfast. It's too much sugar. You think that's why I got the little dad pod going? That's totally the reason why. And if you just eliminate that one thing, you'll be all good to go. Oh man. (laughs) I'm going to write that Um, down. So the other, the other misconception, I think we cleared it up with the sugar main thing, the main misconception about sugar. It's obviously calories being equated for is the most important thing. And then you want to kind of do some, some quality control in your diet and just kind of examine where, where is a lot of your calories coming from. Once you have that in check, the truth of the matter is the sad, the sad reality is that you can lose fat and lose weight. I'm sorry, lose weight from still eating tons of sugar in your diet. It's just for the most part, not the ideal thing because then other complications are coming into the mix. If fiber's not being equated for, if protein's not being equated for, if you know other important nutrients that you need to just have an optimal body and optimal health, you know, you're missing, you're missing the point if you're literally just consuming. And also long-term, it's going to make you very, very uh, it's going to make it very challenging for you to adhere to your diet if the grand majority of it is just ultra processed foods and sugar. Would you say that if someone gets like uh, any piece of fruit, strawberry, blueberry, or whatever, and they bite into it and they say, this tastes bland, I don't really taste anything. Would you say that that's the individual that should probably monitor their sugar con- consumption just because they're getting so much of it? That's something that's naturally sweet, like a, any type of fruit, and they're unable to notice it. Yeah, that's a really, really good sign. If you feel that that's a way to, the, the crazy thing about sugar, that's another great point, is that you having it so often, you begin to notice how unsatisfied, how unsatisfying the natural sugar can be. Because it's almost like your your body begins to adapt to the more the sweetness. Now, if I try to eat like as much ice cream as I used to eat back in the day, I used to eat a big bowl of ice cream every single night. And it's always interesting because when I try to do that now, I can only have a little bit of ice cream because my palate is not used to having that much sugar on a regular basis. So when I do introduce it, I get almost like very like, what's the word when you're like overly like- Palate fatigue? Yeah, like almost like palate fatigue from the sugar or just like, I don't know, it's a weird, I can't even think of the exact word. But yeah, it's something where like before, I could keep going, eating all that big bowl of ice cream without even, and when I used to go to places to get ice cream, I used to get the biggest serving they had. Now I always opt in for the small or one scoop in the cone because I'm good. It's just way too much now. So if you notice that, you can become even addicted. It's weird to say that you can become addicted to sugar and people crave the sugar because- people hate to say the word addiction when it comes to food because it associates with other things. But the truth of the matter is the way they're engineered, it's to get, to keep you hooked and keep you coming back, you know? So it's the, it's just crazy when you think about it in that light. So is that why I need more than one cup of coffee? Yeah, you might have a problem. We can talk about it, Gabe. You can be open about it. All right. My name is Gabriel Contreras and I have a problem. (laughs) Yes. I'm an addict. Welcome, Gabe. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, I'm, I'm past addiction with coffee. I am like, we are one. We exist together. There's no me coffee. without coffee. There's no yeah. coffee without me. Like, that's like my one vice right now. Um, did we, did we want to talk about bread too? I feel like that's another. Yeah. Like bread. it's basically the same exact conversation, but just substitute fruit out for bread like bread's not your fucking problem 
Are you eating yeah. a whole loaf? Maybe then that's maybe, your problem. Yeah. yeah. If you have a sandwich, it's it's not the fucking bread. Well, also when it comes to bread, it's some people, you know, gluten intolerance is actually that's, it's becoming more yeah, popular yeah, now. Yeah, so, but it, it's not the bread itself. Remember, it all comes down to energy balance, you know, on the calorie for calorie. But if it's messing your stomach up and you just feel bloated all the time and you just feel like your stomach's upset, it's just going to make that weight loss problem a lot more challenging. So, you know, I personally don't care for bread much. It's I in in my country though, like in my both nationalities, bread is like you go to the baker and you get your fresh loaf of bread and you always have that and that's for breakfast, lunch and potentially dinner or just the midday snack with the coffee. Uh, bread is a big thing of my culture and I know a lot of other cultures share the same customs with that but it's weird how the bread is made over there it's a lot more fresh and it seems to like just sit better with you yeah, mm-hmm. yeah versus, say that. versus like wonder uh what is it wonder, wonder bread, bread nature wonder zone bread. yeah see that that's a big thing because like go to the store and look at the ingredients list on bread like all you need to make bread is like water wheat and yeast that's that's three ingredients and when you go to the baker in Colombia, that's probably all they use maybe they use a couple of other things but if you go to Publix and look at the nature zone the wonder bread you cannot pronounce most of what's on the back of that fucking package and it's it's actually startling how much they do add to it for shelf life flavor all these extra things but there's a big difference between those two types of bread they're barely even the same food in my mind and the other thing too is that the reason why they have that is because that bread of that we buy from the grocery store that's generic can last in your on the cup on the shelf you know for yeah a, a decent amount of time versus the bread you would buy at the bakery it's gone it's messed up in like two days it's still yeah. hard as it's a hard as like a boy you know as a as a stone or something it's like you literally can whack somebody across the head with it um and inflict some pain but it's it goes to show that you know those things matter so maybe opting in for maybe some other good quality bread if you really don't want to let it go personally i know it's not the cause of the majority of people of weight weight gain but you know if it's it's causing you to want to overeat or you just notice that it's not sitting well it might be something just to maybe limit a little bit and you'll probably find some other alternative of carbohydrates that are better so you mentioned that it might not be sitting well with some individuals sometimes take that person right they don't realize that it is the bread that is causing that. They just say, oh, you know, I have my bagel at, you know, nine, you know, my sandwich, breakfast sandwich at eight, eight, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, I'm always bloated or I'm always kind of like gassy or just something's always going on, but they don't uh, equate it to be towards the bread. So for for someone that does experience these kind of, um, you know, discomforts, I would probably say to just either A, try uh, not having it for a couple of days and see how you feel and then slowly reintroduce it, uh, maybe it is. Maybe you just don't know, right? Um, I, I prefer to not have any kind of bread. Like when I go out and I order like a burger or something, I sometimes, you know how you, you, know how you bite into the burger, it kind of always slides back. Yeah. And then you have like a whole bunch of like a big piece of like the bread, like the, the patty, but not so much mm-hmm. of the, the, the bread. Mm-hmm. So I try to like, you know, just to not uh, to limit as much bread as possible by like I barely eat the top bun or I just don't eat it at all. Like sometimes when, you know, at home, you know, we have uh, like, let's just say a tuna sandwich or something like that. I just say, well, I'll just have the tuna. I won't eat, I won't have the bread. I'll just have the tuna fish by itself. So you can just have that if you want, just, you know, limit, just take out the bread or just have like an open face sandwich and just see how that goes. If you're someone that has been, you know, that feels like you, you struggle or feel like you have to have it. That's um, one of my clients, right? She, she says that, you know, no, I have to have bread with stuff. And I said, fine, you know what, if you want to, and, and she realizes that she, she needs to limit it. And I say, okay, you know what, are you going through a lot of it? Yeah, I kind of am. And I have to have it with every meal. Well, why don't you try this? Try only one piece as opposed to two and see how that goes. And just try to take steps to control if you want to. And if not, then that's okay too. As long as it's not, it's not causing any kind of uh, issues with your stomach then, you know, it's not that terrible of a deal. I think that it's also important to know that we're talking about maybe, we're talking about eliminating certain foods that you're probably super accustomed to having in your diet. If you're someone that has a ultra heavy processed food, well, that you have ultra heavy processed foods in your current diet, and that's the bulk of your food, 
yeah, going cold turkey and switching over to whole foods is going to be a very rough transition. I mean, it's possible, but for most people, we talk about, you know, longevity, adherence, you know, staying with it consistently for the course of time to make the lifestyle change, right? So we don't want to, you're going to go into kind of almost like a shock from the beginning. So you want to kind of scale that back and start introducing some more good quality alternatives, maybe have the same amount of calories, but just start swapping some of your meals with some better options. Um, when it comes to bread, if you're someone that you just notice it just doesn't sit well with you, there's other alternatives that have that mimic bread or the, what bread would, you know, the, the, the role it would play in your diet, maybe you know, it's a two to the sandwich, just a sandwich at home because you're that person that likes to have them. Just swap those things out and you can still kind of have the same similar types of foods, um, but that sit well with you, that allow you to adhere to your goals and your diet overall. And um, yeah, scaling it back little by little, make every week a kind of a challenge to make one adjustment to your diet with that into the eventually till you get it down to a point where, you know what? It's not making up the grand portion of your diet. And if you have it in occasionally, enjoy it. You go to a barbecue and you just have a burger in the backyard with your friends. It's not going to do as much damage as it would if it was, um, you know, if you're having that as a grand portion of your diet every single day. You know, it's just, it's just monitoring those things. Scale it back. Don't expect this to happen overnight. If you're someone that's a heavy soda drinker that drinks not the diet, but the regular soda cans multiple times a day. And instead of you're drinking, if you're a four to five can drinker, then just scale it back to maybe three cans a day and then eventually get it down to two, then eventually get it down to one. And maybe every other, every couple of days you may have one, but replacing those with more water. If you really want to go the other route, diet soda, but even then I have a little bit of, you're not really solving the problem. So replacing it with water, getting that in there. There's so many alternatives that you can do to kind of make it work for you. So you just have to kind of examine yourself a bit, pay attention to those signs, and then go from there. Yeah, my transition out of sodas when I was younger was uh, I went from sodas to like teas, but they were kind of like sweet. So I still had that sugar content in there. And then over to water, eventually. That was my transition. Mm. Took a while. Yeah, it didn't happen. It doesn't happen overnight ever. Took two nights. Took just two. 48 hours. There you go. Done deal. I'm Gabe. I do everything. Excellent. It's it's funny because I had a um, I had a little bit of experience with this, but I didn't go like the the nice way. I pretty much just cold turkeyed both. Where I was, this was like right before I started getting in like really good shape, Jonathan. So I was drinking Coke, and I just I was just like I don't I don't fucking need that anymore. It's empty calories. Fuck it. Just stopped having it one day, and then I did the same thing with Kramer. I just woke up one day. I was like. I don't need creamer in this. And I just started drinking black coffee and I hated it, but I still wanted the caffeine. So I threw some ice in there. I slammed it and moved on with my day and it didn't really affect me too much, except I got super lean, but (laughs) just got super shredded. And you can honestly like save so many calories just from removing the the calories that you're drinking. You know, if it's juice or soda, if you can eliminate those, you're going to open up a lot of space in your diet currently so those are things to really consider when you're going out to you know go about this journey and then you make modifications to the food but it's just crazy to me when i see you know um people trying to just really just cold turkey everything and then they go to the extreme they're super motivated and they go the other round when it's just like we know that it's it's tough man to to just for most people just cold turkey and stuff like that it's not common that's why people typically will wean you off of things just to get you to a point where you're not having it basically at all and then eventually just do that hard elimination but um depending on where you're at if you're someone that drinks it occasionally and you know ah, i don't care for soda that much boom you're done with it it's not that much of a transition but if you're someone that i know people that literally slam multiple uh, bottles of coke every single day that's part of their staple routine. It's like, it's not easy to just cut it out. Yeah. If you start your morning with one, mm-hmm. there's people that are like that. They have, I used know. to do that. I, I, yeah. I remember I was there and you know, back when I was in the office, all of a sudden I hear the, you know, the, the can opening up and I'm like, somebody busting out a can nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. the, the initial little, little rush, the little burn oh, on the throat. That first taste at 6am it's it's nice not gonna lie i i used to that was literally breakfast for me i didn't like the can i preferred the fountain i i I prefer fountain over can 
Could you imagine the chaos that would ensue if there were literally like water fountains, but with Coca-Cola instead? Because that's where my brain went when you said that. I don't know. We would we would literally be like the movie Wall-E. <laughs> just like rolling around and just getting their like fill up and then keep going. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Close. The 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 consum the, the consumption is real. Obviously, you can make those lifestyle changes and we we'll keep moving forward. And then the last you know misconception I think that we have with carbohydrates that's still kind of common is the timing of carbohydrates. You know, when it comes to the most one that the most common one that comes to mind is don't eat carbs after six. You know, that's actually oh, yeah. still kind of a thing that people kind of, you know, question or be afraid of. And my logic's this. If you're eating one to two times a day and your calories are not that high, eating carbs at 601 is really not going to make a big difference. Trust me. There's not the carb doesn't magically morph and change from 6 p.m. to 6:01 p.m. It nothing happens after that. It's not like um, it's not like when you're watching old HBO or old stars on you know TV, and then after a certain time, it's like girls gone wild and everything. Boobies, boobies everywhere. Like that doesn't happen to your carbs. They stay consistent. It never changes. It doesn't go triple X on you. So you're fine. You heard it here first. Your carbs keep their clothes on after six. <laughs> the same applies to the 1 a.m. time frame. It's not just 601. Um, so the main I, thing I think here, though, is is the kind of carb that you're consuming at a certain time, right? So, like, yeah. if you're having dinner and you're just having your normal, you know, rice, potatoes, stuff like that after you get home from work most people don't get home until like maybe six seven eight o'clock at night depending on your long day it doesn't mean you're just going to automatically skip dinner well if you had dinner before getting home then maybe but if you're someone that didn't get to make a meal go home cook then you have a meal that's fine totally okay nothing's going to happen the thing is that after why i think this is a thing is because behaviorally speaking after a certain time some people may be gravitating towards the sweets they start loading up on that before bed, or if they're staying up super late, typically you're not waking up at one o'clock in the morning out of your bed to go get um, some Brussels sprouts or some, you know, some asparagus. You're kind of probably going to go gravitate towards, you know, uh, a little bit of ice cream or some, you know, some chips or just something to munch on at night if you have like those midnight munchies. So that's kind of what you want to look at is the context and your behaviors around these scenarios. Um, why that probably that myth became so popular and i think it's context matters look at it what's going on what you're doing what you're gravitating towards in those later times of the night yeah and a good way to get out of that is replace the ice cream with let's revisit fruit go have an apple instead of the ice cream it's not going to be as tasty but you'll still put something in your belly it'll give you Bro, something to do we've been talking about apples and you know what apples are fucking amazing they are. I love, I love apples. Yeah. I love the crunch. And right. honestly, when I go and I have that craving to eat like something sweet, like a sh like ice cream or something, and if I remember I have an apple in the fridge, I eat that, and somehow I'm just so much more satiated. I'm good. I don't. The craving's gone essentially once I eat it. Two things. Uh, did you know that Carissa eats the apple core? She does. She. That's the face I made too. Second thing. What are your guys' favorite apples? I want to know. Randy Smith. Duh. Uh, I used to have the green sour apples growing That's up. That sick. was like that was like the choice. So like my mom, I would tell my mom just to get the green apples. I think it was also part that I really like the color green. Yeah. That's a <laughs> that's a Granny Smith, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Is it, is it Granny mine's, Smith? I, I don't know the names. Mine's Fuji. Those are my favorite. Um, I was, gonna, is I was it, thinking is that Fuji one too. the red yellowish apples? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been gravitating towards more, those more as of late. Um, I, it's a little bit sweeter than the sour apples, of course. And yeah. You just, um, but I love it, man. It's a great snack. That's kind of it was my favorite fruit for the longest time. I think it's still considered up there for my favorite fruit. Lately, though, I gravitate towards a lot more berries because if you had to pick, let's say one fruit. I mean, I hate when people say that, but if you had to. Um, berries are always a great option just because yep. they have a little bit more fiber and some other nutrients that are pretty clutch that come into play. So more I would definitely, dense. yeah. So, I mean, you can, and they're, I think they're a bit more, uh, easy to mix into other things. I mean, there may be a shake because blending an apple is, you know, 
just think about it. It doesn't make yeah. that much sense. Um, if you weigh chocolate protein, just throw in a sour apple. Yeah, it doesn't make it much. It's just, no, it's a weird concoction. So, then you got to cut it unless you're Carissa. Yeah, you got to cut it. Not, yeah, unless you're Carissa, she just throws the whole fucking thing in the blender. We love you, Carissa. We love you very much. Um, but no, you can throw in some berries or some strawberries. And yeah, typically your protein shake will be, yeah, it'll be amazing. So yeah, it's just some things to consider. Obviously, like it's crazy. We, I think this became more of a fruit episode. And I, it's, it's ironic that we're literally debating about fruit. And I didn't never thought that we'd actually cover this subject, but I'm glad we are. It's, it's understanding that also, I think also why people are kind of afraid of fruit. Fruit back in the day was not that, um, not not as meaty as they are now. They're typically very big. If you really, yeah. if you really, if you really want to get a kick out of this, Google uh, the fruit like just a couple hundred years ago, and you'll look at bananas. How like mm-hmm. you know much of the of the center? Like what is it the um, the root of the of the banana like inside it was just very like it was more less meat now you have these massive bananas that have like over 30 grams of carbs because they're just so big and full of of the meat of the fruit apple same thing strawberries you name it just all the fruits that we've been able to engineer to be bigger and more uh palatable um it's definitely changed things but overall on the grand scheme of things it's a still a much better option than going smashing couple cans of coca-cola and snickers so it's like you're literally going to get so much more out of it than the other options of course um are we are we complete and whole on this episode i think we're pretty complete how do you guys feel do you guys feel complete i feel we got down to the core of it oh Oh, wow that was beautiful it was a live action dad joke right there wow you heard you heard it here first, ladies and gents. And if you guys like this, let Gabe know all these dad jokes coming in. Gabe finishes up. Uh, which is faster, hot or cold? Cold. Hot, because you can catch a cold. Mm. I can't I was, see Mike. I was gonna say that. Ah, <laughs> that's why I went first. <laughs> If you would have stumped Gabe, if Mike would have gone first today. Yeah. Uh, I always got something in the back pocket. Something mm. always up my sleeve just in case. I love it. I love it. Oh. Um, so, Mike? Today is the day Chester is getting a picture with Santa. So that I heard all. another person taking the pet to their see Santa. That's a thing? Oh, yeah. Bro, that's going to be the most adorable picture in my house. Oh, dude, like, I, I'm, I love my dog, but I don't... <laughs> Like, I don't do that stuff. Well, you're missing out. I mean, damn. I'll send you a picture and you'll be like, that's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Oh, damn. I bet. I love I wish, that stuff, man. I wish I would have gone. Uh, what time are you going? It's between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. Where? Uh, at Bell Tower. Okay. I'll probably ch- I'll, I'll see where I'm at at that time. Maybe I'll take Katara to work and then I'll ride straight from there. She's yeah. pretty chill, so she'll probably love it. Um, I'll be that person. Anyways, <laughs> listeners, if you guys like this content, you guys like this information on this podcast, go ahead and share it with your loved ones, friends, whoever, whoever needs to hear this, that fruit is not inherently the reason why America is where they are where they're at right now. Uh, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram at the next level show. You can catch my personal page at John Alva seven. Mr. Gabriel himself is at prime and glory and Mike. He's at Mike Nillis PT.